Welcome to The Real and the Gritty. Today, you've got Danielle and we are welcoming Jackson Tippett. Welcome, Jackson. Hello, Danielle. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. For those who don't know... on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. For those who don't know Jackson, he's a successful fitness coach, an influencer and a model. Pretty good resume there. Yeah, I'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what have you been up to this week? How's your work week going? Good, same old, you know, just checking in with the clients, um, doing the podcast and a couple of photo shoots. What about yourself? Nice, nice. Yeah, much the same, but no photo shoots. With your podcast, (laughs) you said that you've been running it for two years now. You've had a fair few big guests on there, haven't you? Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> ranged between a lot of different guests, you know, varying yeah. from, um, you know, sports stars to nutritionists to, um, like, uh, senators, uh, like, that run, like, Premier. Um, yeah. I just try and get a, a wide a wide variety on. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoy it. Amazing. And what made you start that, of all things? Um, I just think speaking more openly and... um you know, getting getting the message out there more openly about what you want to speak about, you know, as you don't really get to do that just through your social platform. Mm. Mm-hmm. To um, and also just, just providing a lot of knowledge and um, it's just helping people through what I believe in and what, what, what I want to talk about. Yeah. And how did you get in the fitness industry? Let's start there, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Um, I started out when, how far do you want to go back? Oh, how, however far you want to take us back. <laughs> um, yeah, so started out um, just training throughout high school Yeah. Um, in the gym because my mates were doing it. And then that transitioned to me wanting to uh, study my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness when I completed school. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I became just your normal PT and just was, loved helping, loved helping people, um, you know, change their lives through nutrition and training and mindset and seeing not only the physical changes, but the mental changes. Um, Amazing. It, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know, one day I just decided that there was only, there was really only a limit to that. Um, in what I could achieve just being a face-to-face PT in the gym um, with clients, hours, etc. So I decided to transition into online mm-hmm. where I could pretty much accommodate worldwide and yeah, be my own boss. Love that. Isn't it good? Online is the go. It is. It just makes you feel like you can help as many people as possible, which is why you get in the industry in the first place, right? Yeah, and you know, not only that, the fact that you can work from your your phone or your laptop. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's amazing. It's pretty crazy what we can actually do on social media these days. Mm, it's a big one. Just going back, did you come from a sporting background, or you know, what actually like where did you actually get into fitness in school? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, played sport. Um, played AFL and basketball. Yeah. Um, throughout my teenage um, times and then, yeah, just always been active and always being like very like 
I don't know, hands-on, can't really focus and sit down for too long. So yeah, that kind of just led me into obviously being active and then health and fitness, eating well. My parents brought me up to eat, uh, you know, good food. And I think it all just ties in together and plays a role. Yeah. And when you first got in the gym, because this is a biggie for a lot of people, how did you start learning? Because that's what, as you know, a lot of people resist actually going into exercise because they're too scared or they don't know what to do. They're afraid that they're going to get judged. Where did you start learning? Who did you learn off? How did that go? Um, in terms of when you what, first what you when you first got started in the gym, how did yeah. you start learning and knowing what to do? Um, honestly, just talking to other coaches and other yeah. knowledgeable people and training with others. And I did a lot of research online. Um, there's a lot of bad information, but there's also a lot of good information. Yeah. Um, and then most importantly, just trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's your best bet is like, you know, if, if you trial something and, you know, maybe you don't react to it or maybe you do. I think that's the best method of all. Um, mm-hmm. And that's probably what I do to this day the most with nutrition and training, just trial and error, a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And you soon work out, um, you know, what works and what doesn't. Yeah, 100%. And with your social platform now, it's quite large. How do you harness that for the better? Obviously, you've got your podcast, but there's a lot of people that don't like socials or they give it a bad rap, but you're someone that really puts out positive influence in social platforms. Where did you start that and how did you start harnessing that? if you could give someone an advice that wanted to sort of speak up, start doing that, but they're like, oh, I care about what my friends think or. Do you mean in terms of judgment? Yes, judgment. Um, I think you just got to, it, it is something hard that, you know, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Um, but what I've realised is like that you can't please everyone in life and you mm. never will. You're always yeah. going to have haters. You're always going to have people that talk about you, um, that try to put you down, whatever, no matter what you do. Um, so at the end of the day, you may as well just, um, you know, love yourself and put out what you want to put out in terms of the message and what you stand for. And, you know, the right people will surround you. And if you try to put out something that's fake or something to try and impress someone else mm-hmm. and then, you know, someone likes you because of that, then that's the wrong person. So they're not even meant for you. So you may as well just be yourself and then the right people will come and will attract the right people in your life. That is big. (laughs) What you just (laughs) said is massive. It's And it's true. You know, if you do put out things that aren't authentic to yourself, you're not going to get that vibe back um, that you actually want that aligns with your values. So that's a that's a biggie. Um, with- it takes, yeah, it takes a long time, but, um, you know, once you actually do it, it, it feels actually, yeah, amazing. Yeah. What, what do you do in terms of it? Like, what's your strategy? With socials, I've always felt a need to share what's really deep inside me. Um, yep. And it did feel a little bit 
ah, and sometimes I'm like, I want to delete that um, because it feels very vulnerable for a lot of people to see that I wouldn't necessarily be close to, close to in my life and hold that space. However, what I've learned along the years is doing that helps so many people. Uh, You'll get random messages of someone that might be a friend of a friend and you've literally changed their day. And if that one thing that day helps someone, that's enough for me. Yeah, 100%. I, I totally agree. I don't need anything else from it other than that. And it's nearly like a diary of your life. And Yeah, I totally agree. The evolution that you go through, I look back and I'm like, wow. But it's if you see it that way and then also as you learn, you can share. And like you said, you start attracting clients that, are similar to the things that maybe you've gone through in the past and you can help them. It's very yeah, strange. I, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like when you actually um, like put out good and you speak good and you believe in it, yeah. good comes back and it's like you put out what you attract and the circle you surround yourself with is like, you know, who, who usually comes back and, um, associates with you and it's it's kind of like a ripple effect. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. In saying that though, as you said, there will be always haters. And when they do come at you, is there any point that you sort of got a little bit like taken back or you felt a certain way? Or have you always sort of been like, fuck it, I don't care? Or did you have to build that confidence up within yourself? So like worthwhise. Um, yeah, it's a good question. It definitely took time and confidence. Um, <clears throat> I think everything comes with time and maturity and yeah. learning different things throughout the years. But um, I definitely wasn't like that, say, two to three years ago. Mm-hmm. But I think just time, time and consistency with anything, I think is a massive, um, yeah, like massive thing in life that you got to, you got to stick with it through, you know what I mean? Even with training or uh, business nothing just happens in one day and I think a lot of people just respect um, results you know straight away with like upselling their business or transforming their physique and it's like it just it honestly takes time there's really no magic pill it's a slow slow grind especially if you want it long term yeah 100 percent and so in the past, has there been anything that's really shocked your world? Because this is the question that we always ask our ask our guests because the gritty part, that's shocked your world or you've been through that super, super hard and you've had to overcome to be where you are today? Um, and that's a hard one. What, what, what do you mean by that one? I know you've had addiction issues before. Like what yeah. What are the things that you're like, it's out of that normal that you've really struggled with and you've had to overcome it? Could be multiple things. With my steroid addiction? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely one for sure. That's one? Yeah. When, um, when did that start? Um. When I, when I started training, uh, I was hooked on them straight away, to be honest. 
um, so probably six years ago. Yeah, so six years ago. And was it the people that you were surrounded by? Where did that influence come from? Or was it? Yeah, the the people I trained with and the people I hung out with. Yeah. um, That was probably the main reason I got involved into that. Yeah. And then do you think you have an addictive personality as is? Yeah, 100%, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what probably brought it on. Yeah. And then so what did that look like? Because we, well, I don't know much about steroids, but what did that look like from like a day-to-day thing or a week-to-week thing? Was it? Um, what, what? Sorry, what do you okay. mean by that? So um, in terms of steroid use, how did you use? Was it you had to use every week? What did that look like? What were the impacts on your body? Um, how long did you do it for? Okay. Um, yeah, so basically yeah, you do it you so you do it every day. Yeah. Um, and then the impact has on your body is there's a lot of different things, you know what I mean? It come with anger, um, yeah. health issues, um, you know, even like physical attributes like hair loss, um, acne, um, the, like the list goes on. It just it really is personal dependent. Mm. Um like it really just depends on each individual. Everyone's different. Uh, and then the time frame I did it was literally about five years. That's a long time, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, as you know, with any type of drug, the the longer you do it, the harder it is to actually get off. Mm-hmm. And it changed your entire body's mechanics as well. Um, with that, was there a point where you realised in that time, I need to stop this? Was there a tipping point? Yeah, 100%. Um, basically just all to do with my family, to be honest, um, just seeing them, you know, go through the heartache and what they went through and then how my health was deteriorating. Um, that was probably the big wake-up call to move on and take it all yeah. away from my life. And could you see that during that time? Could you could you see that yourself? Hang on a second, I'm not myself. Or were you with the addiction? Definitely not at the start. Yeah. Um, I actually thought I was completely normal. Um, yeah. Even throughout the even throughout the you know one to four years, probably probably absolutely nothing. Mm. I think it just came with. I don't even know. I think it just came with time and maturity. Yeah. And just seeing maybe the effect it was having on people Around long you. going. Yeah. Um, I think that was really when it was like, okay, like, you know, this is affecting me and it, you know, this shouldn't be in my life. Yeah. Wow. But well, well, when well. you start out, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like all fun and games and you think you're completely normal. Taking a pill, getting high off it and then yeah. going for it. Yeah. Because. Have you tra- ever suffered any anything form, formally related with drugs? No, no. A um, little bit more of an eating disorder and training addiction when I was 19, 20 to 22. Uh, and 
obsessive behavior where I was sort of like shutting out friends and family to train and get skinnier, get fitter. Um, Yeah, just obsessive nature like that. Whereas now um, very relaxed and all about your entire health pillars and (laughs) completely different. Uh, how did you um? How did you overcome the like the eating disorder? I've actually had a few people on my podcast to talk about that. Yeah. So first off, I didn't think anything was wrong, but uh, my boyfriend at the time's friend asked my boyfriend, "Is Danny okay? She's getting really skinny." Blah blah blah. And yeah, I was like, "What is he talking about?" And then mum was concerned, and then I went into therapy, and it was. I'm a very self-aware person, uh, I like to think, and reflect all the time, very internal. So went to therapy, two sessions it took me, really, um, and it was all stemming back from gymnastics back in the day. Um, it, you're, you're trained to be perfect. You're trained to look good as well. Um, and when I went out of sport, I was influenced by all those traits and I went into the gym when I was about 14, 15 years old and that was my outlet. That was my new outlet. So when I got into the gym, I was competing against myself. I wanted more. I was perfect. But then it started like eating up into my own personal life and everything else. Um, When I realized that and it clicked that I didn't need to be perfect and I can relax, (laughs) Uh, it, yeah, it then was a journey to, to overcome that but it was more instead of restricting food I would allow myself to eat different foods and it was a slow slow progress yeah it's um it's great that you've overcome it like it's a lot of people suffer that and never do so um, Mm. I think that's the main message out of it if if you can overcome whatever habit or addiction you've had yeah that's, that's probably the main thing That's my other question for you is do you think, okay, you've overcome it, do you have any tendencies still that might pop up every now and again that you're like, okay, I've got all of these tools now to deal with this and I can see myself going into that stage. I've got to pull back here, here and here and just get a clear focus again or do you think it's just it's done, it won't happen again? In terms of once you've actually removed it from your life? Yeah. That's um, yeah, a hard question. Like, as in, like, I'm with, a bit confused. Like, with, with your behaviour as well. So say if you're, you can be highly addicted to steroids, you could be highly addicted to something else, and it's all from behaviours within you as well so sometimes those behaviors pop up in different avenues of your life do you have mechanisms to deal with that and what are they does that make sense so for no, me I'm so, <laughs> so for me I'll explain it for me um I've got to like I will not go on an eating plan at all or count calories however I can really intuitive eat very healthy food and know how to cut back if I want to drop a little bit of weight or I want to for a photo shoot or something like that 
um, if I see myself getting triggered by a stressful event in my life and it's I'm going into more of I'm going to binge eat or I feel like I'm going to be restricting eating because I've been triggered by something, that behavior, then I go and have a massage and I make sure that I'm relaxing or I take myself out of that environment. Do you see how, so for you, if you see other people around the gym now doing steroids or you get in a conversation, does that sometimes do you feel like, hey, I want to do that again or? Oh, definitely not. No, um, okay. yeah, I'm the complete opposite. I'm yeah. so turned off by it just because I've seen how much of a better person I am without it yeah. and how many lives I'm changing and my health and all of that. So, yeah, no, I'm the complete opposite. I don't, I do have an addictive behaviour, but I definitely wouldn't um you know go down that road again because I I can see the the pros to cons and how much better I am without it yeah and have you helped other people that have been through the same thing now absolutely um through podcasts um you know through all, all my clients um yeah, just through speaking openly messages um I'm I'm trying my best it's it's it is hard to get it out there because um, yeah. you've got to be careful with what you talk about. But I think it's something that's, you know, very untalked about and something that needs to be touched on more. For a male, say that was 16 to 20 years old or 16 to 25, and they were thinking about doing that, what would you say to them? That's a, that's a hard question again. What would you say to them if they were thinking about doing that? maybe rethink, (laughs) Um, maybe just, you know, maybe think about the long-term effects and not, not just the short term. So everyone thinks about the short term or yeah, obviously it's going to work. It's going to enhance your results quick, Mm -hmm. but it comes with a downside, you know, you eventually like you're going to have to stop using it eventually. Um, And then think about all of the things that, that happen with that. Like, you know, obviously you're going to get body dysmorphia and you're not going to feel as good when you're off it. And, you know, you're going to get health um, side effects and all of these type of things. Whereas if you just didn't use it in the first place, mm-hmm. none of this would ever happen. And then so where's your health at now? And what does that look like? How did you slowly come out of that? And where where's your health ethos now? Yeah, yeah. it's good. Like I think everything is on point. Um, Mood is definitely better. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really know how to answer other than saying it's good. Yeah, beautiful. And then so how many times do you train a week? Currently six. Um, yeah. And that's just purely because I enjoy it. Like I could easily do every day. I think every everybody needs, you know, at least one day where they give their body a rest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just love it. And, you know, I think that's something that, is um how do I explain it like you shouldn't make it a chore like mm-hmm. if you if you don't enjoy it um maybe you shouldn't do it but if you enjoy it like absolutely go for it like it shouldn't be exercise shouldn't be hard if that makes sense mm. we always say there's so many different types of exercise you've just got to keep trying as well yeah 100 percent um yeah, like there's so many different variations and I think you should always yeah. do a wide variety of things. Like, 
you shouldn't just go to the gym like you should go out and go for walks go for a run maybe do some ice baths or sauna mm. or you know what I mean everything yeah. has a different purpose so yeah 100% and then with your modeling when did you start that Ah, uh, that was that started about four years ago yeah because you have to be quite confident now I've had a couple of photo shoots of late and it can it's a hard gig I feel like everyone looks at models and they're like that's easy no it is not (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just depends if you enjoy it you know what I mean but it's definitely not like what people think of it as yeah um but yeah like I enjoy it so like I think it comes easy and anything you enjoy in life should be easy yeah um but yeah it it is hard in the same sense if that if that makes sense yeah yeah were you confident behind the camera like straight off the bat or was something that you built up as you went no definitely not the complete opposite um I was yeah I think everyone I think it just takes time you know what I mean it's like anything you get better with something you do time and time again Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I definitely wasn't. I just, with time and that, I just gained confidence and it just becomes second nature. Yeah. It's very much like business as well, right? <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Like, you know, you don't really know what you're doing when you start out with anything, but mm. I guarantee if you do it every single day over, you know, the space of one to five years, you will be very good at it. Yeah. And it's really cool because a lot of people, find it hard to find what they're passionate about and go for that in life. And you found that at an early age. That's pretty special. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Job-wise. I think you just got to like listen to your intuition and gut mm. and like fuck what everyone else says and, you know, what you truly feel like doing. Um, you should just go for it, whether it's right or wrong in your eyes or other eyes, just yeah. do it. What does the future look like for you? What does that look like in terms of your business, life? <laughs> just keep keep upscaling what I'm doing. Um, yeah. Keep helping others. Um, try to do some guest speaking. Talk more about what we're talking about, which is like the drug-related issues. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just, just hopefully, like, live a, you know, a stress-free life. And, yeah, I think everyone's goal is just to, you know, be financially set and then enjoy freedom later on. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. What's yours? Whew, uh, definitely upscale. Uh, also yeah. would like to be financially free to travel wherever I want with this laptop and take my clients with me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think- what, what exactly is your, your full business at the moment? We do online coaching for women and it's very holistic. So health, lifestyle, mindset, and it's a 12 week program. And then some of them carry on after that as well for a little longer, six months or so. Um, And it's built out, but they also get one-on-one with us via Zoom. Uh, Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually what I'm thinking of doing. So it's a bit of a different approach. Um, so when you say holistic, you still do their diet and training or? Yeah, so nutrition, training. Um, so we have 
YouTube videos with home workouts, if that's for more like pre or postnatal or people, mums at home that can't get to the gym. Uh, otherwise, we do a full four-week split turnover for the gym, um, just, depending oh, wow. on, just depending on the client. But, yeah, it's a good way to go because, like you said, with the one-on-one Zooms, it's you can sit down and have this one-on-one chat like we are and get to know them a lot deeper. Whereas with PT, it was nearly like gym session in out and it wasn't enough time to dig deeper. Yeah, I agree, 100%. And that's where it's sort of like intersecting and I think a lot more people need um, to work more on the lifestyle mindset. <clears throat> Obviously, nutrition and training is a given, but the lifestyle and mindset is a big one in the world we're living in today. So how do you, so you do all three in the same package? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I might have to have a chat to you after this about that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> That's, um, yeah, it's, so like, you would obviously charge a lot more for that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you can. Um there's friends charging around two to four. Uh, we are a little bit lower just because I love influencing and helping women yeah. that are earlier on, like their 20s, 18 to 25 as well. And I just don't want to cut them out because they need yeah. us. They Like that age needs us. And the earlier intercept, the better off it is for them. Because yeah, I agree. when I was that age, I wish I had someone being like, okay, okay. Like, you know, it would have changed things a lot sooner and a lot less suffering as well, even though, you know, it makes us who we are. Yeah. So when you say, um, like, obviously I get the nutrition and training side of things. Yeah. But when you say like the holistic, like the the mindset and that, is that is that correct? Yeah, it's so, so yeah. When you hop on a Zoom, are you just like are they just asking questions and you're just answering them, or are you trying to like how how does it work? It's more um, we've got all the data of what's going on for them, right? So yeah. full questionnaires, etc. And then our education platform that they work for little videos, it has them doing tasks that are very internal um, that deal with their mindset and where they're at now and working through limiting beliefs. Um, So, for for example, one might be a food story. So it might be when I went to school, I would skip lunch and I would come home and I would graze on sugary snacks all the way to dinner and have this massive dinner and then from then on I've carried that on through my life and now I'm working a nine to five and I'm doing that and all I'm eating is sugar and a big dinner and I feel like crap and I've put on 10 kilos okay because it's looking about where things start rather than here's a solution that's it we're not going to look at anything else because a lot of women are very emotional as you know and we need to get clear on these feelings and let things go <laughs> yeah. off the shoulders. Um, yeah, so it's things like that, that are the mindfulness that we'll slowly work through. And then as you see, as you know, patterns with clients, we then pick them up and then we give them different things to do. 
I love that. That's so cool. That's something I might incorporate. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I think the mindset and, um, you know, like your daily habits and what you're talking about is um, yeah. it's actually more important than just the, the program or the nutrition or because if they've got a weak mindset or mm-hmm. um, their daily habits are bad or they don't believe in themselves, no matter what program you give them, they're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, or they get to a certain place and then life happens and it goes bang and then they go back to the same loop, toxic 100%. Loop. You see that so often, oh, yeah. four weeks, yeah, I'm doing amazing and then it's fourth, the bandwagon. Yeah. It's like how many people, and it comes back to the one word, just consistency. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how slow you're moving, even if it's 1% better, if yeah. you can just be consistent, like I guarantee you that will overcome anyone that's trying to get a quick fix. Yeah, 100%. And also, you know, if something goes bang in your life, being able to maintain those really strong pillars, like still showing up at the gym, like good nutrition, to be able to even stay the same for a while until that all sorts out and then you go again because you can't go hard all the time. 100%. (laughs) Hundred percent. Well, you you can, but you'll burn out. <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. I've done that many times too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so cool. And just want to ask you, what's your, what is your, um, what is your drive with the podcast? What what do you want to be known as, or what's message do you want to put out, or is it just to have a general chat? Honestly, I think it's to get connect with humans (laughs) that everyone's been through something. And I believe that everyone has a story. Everyone has a story that one person can learn something off. hundred percent. I totally agree. And that's why I have so many different guests on like with different stories, because there's literally so many different things you can talk about. You know what I mean? Um, And it's not just like you just talk about nutrition. It's like, I think if you do a wide variety, the listeners get more excited. Yeah, 100%. And we need to get deeper with everyone because I feel like uh, as well, that's why podcasts are so amazing is that with Instagram, it can be very just, you know, touched. This is the prettiest image. This is the best image. And we don't get deep enough with one another, like really deep. Whereas like sitting down here and hearing your story and what you've been through, it just brings us back to connection. 100%. And this is why I started out is because it's like you might see a picture of me or you might see me doing like a 10-second talking story, Mm. but you're like you just you don't get the full perception of me or the full back-end story as you would listening to a podcast. And I think that's a massive problem with us all today is that we're jumping on these little perceptions of everything from one thing, one tiny little speck, and they'll grab a perception and then it's they're running with it without getting that connection and deeper and asking. Because um, like we said, you know, everyone's been through something or everyone's going through something or that could help you or that you could relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And if, you know, if we can help other people um, or, you know, we can try, if like this podcast can help someone or, you know, we can help someone by 
doing something, you know, related to what we're doing, I think that's just the main thing in life because more people need help and there needs to be more kindness and less competition. Yeah, 100%. Love that. Where can everyone find you? Yeah, just on my Instagram at I am Jackson Tippett. Easy. Um, and yeah, I just, that's probably the main platform I use. I'm not really good with any other ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how people control like six, six different platforms. Hey. Yeah, I've got two. And that's, yeah. that's enough. <laughs> like uh, people that do like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's like how? <laughs> it's like you've got to have that as your full-time gig and then outsource yeah. the work otherwise. It's full on. It's a lot more work than people think as well until you start doing it. 100%. People think it's like so easy. It's like you don't see all the back-end work though. Yeah. Let's talk about that before we go. The back-end yeah. work of your business and helping clients because a lot of people look at it and like, oh, that's like like you're saying, you know, you just do a couple of programs and then you're all good to go. It's not like that. Like how many hours do you put in a week into your business? Is it every day? <laughs> every day. Yeah. Pretty much every hour except the hour I train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, like literally stare at my phone for every every hour of the day except two hours. Yeah. And then people think you just Oh, he just does a message here and he, he just puts up a photo shoot image and that's that's his day. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, you know yourself, like when you've got clients too, how much back and forth chat there is and when you do a podcast, organising a guest, editing it, putting it up, and then um, just there's, there's always something to be done, I believe. Always, always. And with your clients, you know, sometimes they need more attention than other times and you and that's what being a coach is there that's what we're doing um yeah 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 it's like you know where the where their their mentor um yeah. it's not just like uh email them once a week it's like well people do do that there are coaches out there that are like that yeah. but I believe that we're like we're their mentor and we're, we're guiding them and we really need to be like their inspiration almost to keep going yeah, 100%. Or on the absolute right track. You should be proud of yourself. I think sometimes stepping back and just, you know, looking at, hang on a second, like I'm doing a really good job as well because you can get caught up all in this stuff and the hustle and everything like that. And you're like, well, just like, you know, take a moment and just know that you're doing a really good job. Yeah, totally agree. You got to pat yourself on the back sometimes. Yeah. As everyone, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, I absolutely love chatting to you and I can't wait for everyone to hear your story and a little bit about no, you. Thanks for having me on and um, good luck with the podcast and yeah, you just keep, keep doing you and keep getting cool guests on and I'm sure it will explode. Like there's no reason why it won't. Yeah. Very exciting. I think the main thing out of it is just, you know what I mean? More the fact of, helping people or the listeners getting something out of it, like yeah. regardless of how many views it gets or yeah. whatever happens, if someone can take something away from each episode, I think that's a massive win. One thing, I think it was like the second or third episode, I had a friend, we weren't that close, messaged me and she's like, I just literally um, 
booked flights. I'm packing up my life and I'm moving back to my hometown because of your podcast. And I was like, whoa, well, that was quick. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, 100%. And it's, you know, these little discussions, (laughs) you just never know who needs to hear just that one thing. Yeah. I think you should take all that on board too and like even just screenshot it and all the testimonials like yeah it's the best thing when you get a great response out of something that you put out yeah so true so true so much good advice and you're local (laughs) so I'm sure I'll run into you sooner or later too I forgot that (laughs) definitely got to do a coffee (laughs) yeah 100% although not in this weather how crazy is it it's (laughs) wild (laughs) oh my god I feel like I'm in Melbourne Move to the GC for sunshine and this is like it. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. No, it'll come good. And, um, yeah, 100% will align. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time and we will speak to you soon. Thank you so much and have Sassy. a good day.